Welcome, listener, to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. Thank you once again for tuning in, and if this is your first episode, boy, have we got a good little show for you today. Cameron Arias is in the building, a good friend of mine. Right now, he keeps on trucking on, literally, working as an Amazon driver, and he's going to school. He's done a lot of different things. Real intelligent young man. My good friend. He is here, and every time he is here, we're in the zone of symbiotic connections and a conversation inspirationalist. We're all just trying to make a difference in our own little ways, and Cameron, I feel like, stepped up to the plate, and we have those kind of discussions. How can we make a difference in a lot of different ways? I think today we're going to get a little heavy, but I think you're going to like it. If you'd like to subscribe or like the show, that'd be cool. Tell your friends. And if my sound quality sounds eh, mediocre, I could use some help. If there's any way that you'd be willing to support the podcast so I can get a little better equipment, I'll keep doing this. I enjoy doing this. It's a great art form for me, a therapy for me, and also exciting. Without further ado, I hope that you enjoy the show with Cameron Arias on the Symbiosis Now podcast. What you got there? Check it out. Check out my debit card. Brodesy on the debit card. Fucking A, bro. I sent you a Snapchat, right? Yeah, but fucking A, bro. I thought you were kidding. Like, how do you do that? It's dope, right? You just can put whatever design you want on your card? Whatever design you want on your card. That's fucking tight. And it's like a tap card. It's a tap card, too. Yeah, it's a debit card. I got it through the Cash app. You could design it on their app. And then, like, it's it's just super easy, you know? And plus, you could design it the way you want. So it's not like a bank of whatever, you know, and then it has like the digits and then your name. It's just like, it's whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Be unique about it. That's fucking tight. And it's like tappy, but it's not your phone. But it's connected to your phone, right? Yeah, like Like basically. You can put more money on it and the app and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't do Cash App. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm like still like one of those fucking millennial boomers where I'm like nah man I don't want to nah, put my fucking shit out there you know? it's like bro like everybody already's got my social my everything yeah. out there somewhere if there's you know? anything I learned about uh, all this who wants to be off the grid but who, who how really off the grid are you it's like I learned I started driving for Amazon and they sent me out to like all Firebell and Madera and stuff and all the these areas. Yeah, these weird, these obscure, crazy, obscure locations. Uh, country, super out-of-the-way houses. Yeah, I've been And out I there, still sure. deliver them packages because you know why? Because no matter how hard they try to get away from society, we still have their address on file. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they literally ordered it to their door. Right. Yeah. And Daddy Bezos' satellite goes to, like, my work phone, and it's like... Their front door is right here, and there's, like, a little black dot. Check it out. I like that you do what you do, but I also have a bone to pick a little bit with Amazon as I watch it happen because it's kind of like you just said. It's kind of weird to send its own van paying some guy to go deliver a few packages out in the middle of fucking nowhere and drive all the way out there and then all the way back and, like, somehow drive fucking sketchy terrain because the hill – I know how the roads are in the hills. I grew up there, bro. They're, like, crazy, like snake roads, you know? And so to do that, but yet they uh, basically charge a cheap price too. I feel like that's why everything, I guess what I'm saying is looking at it from an outsider, looking at the business model, it's kind of, uh, it's very personalized, but Mm -hmm. it's also very inefficient because of that. But somehow, because it's such a monopoly, 
it still gains momentum. Right. Because you know, as a business. they're too big to fail at this point. It's becoming, right. it's almost becoming, they're trying to make their business model so necessary that it is a utility that we still have to pay extra for. Right. So, like, say for the internet, they tried doing that and they did do it, but not because of their uh, advertising or their marketing skills, but but truly because the next innovation like Industrial Revolution was to them is us, our modern technology and the wave of uh, technology. And so internet just was going to become a utility feature. And, and the only reason why it's not a, counted as a utility now in some states is because of lobbying and the Verizon and AT&T. They don't want their thing to become a utility, then it'll be more enforced and more government regulated. But right now, since they just uh, struck down net neutrality, it's they even have more control towards uh, the opposite direction of free market, but not really free market because they're it's not, not a monopoly uh, because that was made illegal in the last era of millionaires trying to lobby something into like kill their business right now it's just they made it so necessary without getting the politicians to say this is a utility you know what i mean that's the next best thing to where now it's like pg and e now it's like you have to work with us or not at all like what is your other option i wanted to ask you about they struck down net neutrality what is can you elaborate because i know you understand that more i think the listeners would like to know more but i need to know more about what that means Uh, i'm stupid yeah the what is it the fec i think the or is it fcc i think it's fcc Uh uh-huh um the fcc it's a, a government uh organization that regulates uh online communication yeah and exchange of information and so what net neutrality was was it was a regulation to make sure everything that entered and exited the internet had the same uh, passage or frequency latency as anything else so one thing can't be just faster than the other thing because they paid more you know what i mean that's net neutrality and the net is neutral to everyone it doesn't favor anyone everybody's just going the same speed and the only thing that could differentiate that was if you will say lived in the country or lived in the mountains or something it's only like geolocation that affected your latency Uh but now since they struck it down they got the former what was it chairman or former lawyer for verizon uh to and step in as the director for that uh I really need to look it up now because I want to get it right. FCC, I think. Yeah, but it's but, the Federal Communications Commission. Yes, yeah, thank so you. it's a federal agency. Yeah, and they got him to. It's an independent agency, mind you. What was it? I think his name was Ajit Pai or something. But they got him into the head, the director of the SEC, and he was a former like lawyer or something for Verizon, and so it was already. I'm just painting him as a bad. Uh, character witness because I truly maybe that's my bias but I truly believe that and then he struck down net neutrality and said oh I, we promise we're not going to do that for no one's going to be equal I mean everyone's going to be equal we're not going to do what you think we're going to do and then they did it now of course. now all AT&T um, Comcast companies have certain data packages and they're just straight up now, if you pass your certain data cap limit, then you'll be throttled. But at the same time, there's certain things that people do online with their own code source that they write to show what they're doing behind the scenes without you knowing about it. So to put it in layman's terms, it's as if Netflix owns your internet right and then when you go on youtube it's slow it's so it's slow as fuck when you go on any other website it's slow as fuck yeah but when you go on netflix you watch videos oh my god it's super fast Uh wow i'll just watch netflix all the time you know Uh what i mean Uh 
that's what that's the future of the manipulation what of our market. AT&T and yeah. Comcast are doing now, uh-huh. and it's only getting more and more innovative. Yeah. So now, someone the last thing I saw into it, someone uh, went on their website to check. You can check and type in like and check my internet speed, and they'll show a download, and then they upload, and they show you how fast you're getting it right now compared to what you're paying for. But then when you get on, go on into an independent uh, site right. that has their own test your internet, it's much worse because that's the reality. That's, that's not on their website that's showing you, like, don't worry, you're paying for this much, you're getting this much. Right. You're not. You're not. You know what I mean? Right. And only the contracts or the packages you sign up for that are like the highest paying bucks are actually not getting throttled. And if they are, then it's not comparable. so much. It's not, it's comparable, not comparable to comparable. what the average you and me would be throttled like. Yeah, right. I get you. Exactly. So, <sighs> man, that's crazy how much that marketing is changing due to the internet. Like, because remember, YouTube videos used to have maybe an ad. Yeah, maybe an maybe, ad. An and ad. they used to be skippable. Yes, like right away, like not even right, have to wait right seven away. seconds or whatever. There the fuck were they like make you some that were like, you can't skip this ad, but the other one. Bro, can. and what is the qualification to be an ad, by the way? Because sometimes it's like, dude, what the fuck? This is like an MLM ad right here. Like, what? How can this person just be marketing right now? Right. This, like, you know, but hey, it gets popping. I was listening to that podcast called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. Shout out oh. to those guys because they do good work of t- covering conspiracy stuff, but they're like conspiracy therapists or some shit. They're not so much like trying to say that this is all true. They're just like talking about like, is this even plausible? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why people would think that and yada, yada. They're but, holding it up to the light. Hey, they brought up the Coors commercial. And I'm sure most people remember that Coors commercial that they put out in January where it was like, uh, buys Coors and like. We had these people listen to these advertisements in their sleep to see if they would dream about Coors, like straight up, like these commercials like that. And what happened to those? I don't know, but it was strange, especially because these dudes started talking about how deep that that could go with marketing because now people would just be willing to listen to something while they're asleep and put ads in your mind while you're asleep in your subconscious, like maybe with Alexa or the Google Dot. And this was a conspiracy that they were looking into? Yeah, but they were also just elaborating on what it could be, what the future of marketing very well looks like. It wasn't really a conspiracy. It's just that's marketing. Marketing, if you want to talk conspiracy, marketing, don't give a fuck about that. They'll pimp that word out and sell it to you like they had the whole last year. You know what I mean? That's what marketers do. Marketing is the devil, bro. Not even money, bro. I really think as time goes on, marketing, because you're literally telling people, take this. And I kind of think the future of of marketing now is also vaccinations preventative medicine that actually isn't foolproof mm. you know what happened to preventative medicine being like be live a healthy he- li- sorry live a healthy lifestyle that was the original preventative medicine but now it's like no you can't go out there without the vaccine be afraid and it was just the first of probably many there's really a virus it really affected everyone but i think now it's a big money maker to be in the vaccine business and people have that ingrained in them worldwide that, man, I need to take shots so I don't get sick or maybe I don't age. Maybe I don't I don't get ED when I'm 30. You know, they told me, oh, maybe I don't get ovarian cancer when I'm 30. Like they gave a lot of kids our age, the girls, you know, for the ovarian cancer uh, vaccine, remember? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I saw it on, but I was watching Gardasil, I think is what it was, or some shit like that. Gardasil? Pretty sure. It was like a shot. It was like a, a vaccination so that you wouldn't develop uh, ovarian cancer because hmm. um, apparently it's a problem, you know? But, like, it's kind of strange that they gave that vaccine to so many young girls and now a lot of young girls can't have kids and it's kind of strange. This is what makes people weary of vaccinations. The problem I'm talking about is not even whether you think it works or not. I'm talking about now the mass illusion of the vaccination. Preventative medicine is now vaccine. No, preventative medicine was taking care of yourself. Trying with the best you can with what you have. Yeah, but That's the only thing preventative that you could do. And that in a better world, in a more perfect world, I think that would be the goal. And I definitely think that should be more like that. 
but also at the same time, there's just so many people that are around where it might be a false dichotomy. Yeah. But I think there's some, some people who go in their life and they, they believe the future is dystopian. Right. Like we exist and my generation is going to have the craziest time. And then as for the opposite that right. we do, I don't give a shit about because I'm going to be dead anyways. Or, or the opposite where people think of a utopian future. Right. Too. Like this un- impossible land that's like a dream. Right. They believe that um, with our evolution and our existence on this planet, it's hopefully we become better each generation mm-hmm. and the main goal is to be, be like leave the world better off than you were than it was before you were here and i think that's a good way to look forward in life you I know agree. i agree but i think the longer we live on in this life it gets harder and harder to not just be dystopian and be like my parents were in sense where it's just like i'm not gonna be here anyway so fuck it you know what i mean just doing all this shit and be like well geez uh the rapture is happening soon anyways you know it's like yeah the end is near so i'm not started from the bottom now what's it yolo you only live once like you know this idea that like fucking live hard live fast Yeah, yeah i remember feeling like that when i was younger dude in high school i and now i'm like dang son i gotta live son i gotta have family and i gotta be okay right and i got to make sure that it's around for them you know what i mean but say if they developed a vaccine that says you could drink and smoke and party through your 20s and this will save you it'll act it'll, you'll, when you get to your 30s it'll be like you never did that you know that doesn't work like that you know but marketing if vaccines are prevalent like people are just like yeah i got the vaccine for to stop smoking like that was a thing mm-hmm. like you know but did it work most people probably kept smoking you know, and if it didn't, if it did work, then where, where's that at? Why don't you hear about that no more? You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm not trying to pick at, um, yeah, I am. Fuck marketing. I already said it, brother. The devil, bro. Like they marketers literally, they use the money that we say is the root of all evil to tell you how to spend it and to lose it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how to pump it. Yes. Back into the economy. Cause Tyler, that's how it works. Yeah. But you shouldn't spend it on things that are made by slave labor. Maybe so much. This fucking microphone I'm speaking in probably was. But the point is, is you get what I'm saying. Like buying something that's way overpriced, it's not necessary. Like shit even at Walmart, bro, the price that they put on it. You know how dirt cheap they're getting that shit that's made for them is? Like not even pennies for like t-shirts and shit. They charge you this price because it takes takes factors in all the transporting and all the other shit and still a profit range. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. But what I'm afraid of is all this is just leading me to not talk about the vaccine fucking conspiratorial weirdness, but at the same time, that's the future of marketing, I think, is vaccinations. I think... They got us real hard this year, bro. Everyone is literally shaming you if you didn't get it. Yeah, have you ever heard the saying, um, hell... If there's a road to hell, it's paved with good intentions. Yeah. It I think a lot about that when Me I too. have conversations like this because I think it's true because the most things that we that are generally thought of in the moment really were meant for good intentions. Like the vaccine, it did work and it right. did uh curb this uh, enough for people to be walking around now masses then hopefully we keep going like this and try to get some sort of resemblance but not the variant but I, gotta get the vaccine for the variant now too yeah you gotta get the booster shot right for already the variant. yeah so i think the good intention was to save humanity as we know it or as we knew it but yeah. i think what you're saying is right i think the market is going to manipulate that now to find any source of income like it. I, I, it sucks because I guess I'm agreeing. Like and say I, I wasn't trying to bash vaccines. I'm saying vaccines have been like, like the end all be all, the godsend, like the tool that we found that saved so many lives, right? But it can easily now be like an everyday talk about talk about this vaccine, that vaccine. Did you take this vaccine? Because a preventative medicine is on the rise. But really, what was on the rise for so long was pharmaceuticals that just put a bandaid over the problem, blind you to it, and the yeah. problem persists. You know what I mean? And people die, and then they get hooked on the pills too. So now you persist 
that illness persists twice as three times, ten to, tenfold. You know? I think that is a definite possible scenario of, of a domino effect mm-hmm. from a good intention. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think if the market manipulates even the good intention of having a vaccine into, like, making it a natural occurrence to where you need to have this vaccine for every other thing just to, like... Because it was advertised so much to us to where we have no choice but to think it. You right. know, because if a lie is told to us enough times, then we will believe it. Right. As long as it gets curbed and curbed and curbed so much to be in our zone of bias, then it becomes a confirmation bias. And then we believe it because it affirms what we are ready to believe. Absolutely. And that brings me to my next question or point right here. Is we're talking about marketing, we're talking about corporate is what we're talking about. Basically manipulating the masses by telling them, hey, I stand with you, pride folks. But they don't, some of them. We've seen it, especially with Black Lives Matter. A lot of people stand up, we're Black Lives Matter. Now where are their fucking signs at and their posters and them promoting it on their websites? Like you don't see it anymore. I hear a lot of things. I listen to a lot of different podcasts and different fucking shit on the internet and then stuff in my life that I hear from so-and-so hearsay and I feel like most of the time it becomes this selling tactic kind of like how everything's labeled as natural now you Mm -hmm. know but natural is really a thin line that doesn't mean they had to go through any kind of uh uh agency to prove whether or not it's natural or not natural means it's a plant or something Mm -hmm. but dude some plants are natural and they naturally grow but they can naturally also kill your ass if you ate it you know what I mean? That's not what they're putting in the food, but I'm just saying, like, everything's natural. Right. Fucking A. But organic at least goes through a fucking system. Mm-hmm. I'm getting at now marketing. Their job is to play a role as a marketer in any kind of business, any kind of uh, commerce almost, you know? Mm-hmm. We could look at marketing like like if I had an ad break right here or something like that, you know? Kind of I'm helping that person make money. It's like I'm almost marketing for them, mm-hmm. you know? But what happens when all these companies, like, persuade us to think that they're doing the right thing so i'll buy from them but really what happened because a lot of people were totally anti-corporate a year ago and especially me growing up i always felt that way i felt like why are we giving our money to some of these things that they don't take care of anything they make us recycle the cans for a pittance that don't even get recycled they make us you know fix our cars and make sure that they're passing a smog in california but yet we have to pay for all the fuel and everything about it like no one helps us make sure it's pay for it to run properly really you know what i'm saying well so what i'm getting at is like how is it now that the tech company along with the corporate world which is basically marketing for that those corporations has now gotten to this level where we willingly like and would like to maybe even pause regulation on companies especially on the right they don't want oil companies to be regulated they won't they'll want anything to be regulated if they had it there with some people it's really bold like that and i kind of agree we have to have some kind of regulation all i'm oh, getting yeah. at though is if we think all of a sudden now corporations are great i like this one because they stand up for uh this thing that i'm into you know uh they they're a, a woman-owned business you know what i mean like but is it it probably is but also like maybe they just put her there Right. Because of a marketing ploy. And I don't mean to say that. I, I definitely think women could become a CEO and run a fucking business, no doubt. I'm just saying some companies, they literally made those moves this last year to be more likable, like a cult leader, more likable. So they'll keep buying our products because otherwise they won't. And a lot of us are falling for it because it's a slow procession over the last year. The marketing market has changed enough to where now they're making commercials saying, watch this in your sleep. You know, what if literally the dot... The Google Dot and the Alexa and shit start playing things when you don't, you can't hear it. Maybe it's in a different frequency, but it resonates somehow in your brain to wake up and be like, "Man, I need a Coca Cola right now." You know, I don't know. What was that uh, senior executive? I want another Coke. cigarette right that now. That senior executive that was uh, on a call and it was outlined where he says, "We're not trying to get more people to drink Coca Cola. We're trying to get more Coca Cola into people." Right. Right. It's like we, at this point, we know there are people who are just not going to drink soda. So now let's shift our marketing to getting the people who do drink soda to drink it addictively. Yes. 
So they get swollen <laughs> about it and they get diabetes about oh it. We don't care God. because we're going to even put corn syrup in everything now that most people buy, which is not broken down by the body. It looks at it like a foreign substance. And that's probably where a lot of cancers develop from. Because if you're always eating something, the body doesn't know what the fuck to do. And it's like extreme concentration of sugar, which is so addictive and so fucking damaging. I'm addicted, son. We all are. As a young age, mm-hmm. but it's so intense when you're doing some concentrated ass form of high fructose corn syrup, modifi- high fructose modified cornstarch, right? All these things, bro. It's crazy. It's shit that honestly, think about it. Those oh, those out there that smoke wax and take dabs and shit, right? If you were just taking dabs all the time, maybe you'd be happy because you probably smoke wax. But imagine the listener that doesn't smoke wax but has tried it. Imagine putting that in your body every day. You'd be a different person probably. So imagine putting this intense concentrate of sugar in your body every day as a good comparison. It's going to fucking fuck you up whether you think about it or not. You thought you ate food. It filled you up. But really it's creating a bigger issue. And there's tons of illnesses that are basically directly related to our food system being kind of problematic. But yet we just market those things to be fed more to people. They don't ever go, hey, we know what? We're going to do an outreach. You realize a lot of people that eat our stuff end up becoming addicted to our shit. And maybe we shouldn't do that. And maybe we should help them heal. But, like, we want you to still buy uh, ho-hos and stuff. But you got to eat them wisely, you know? But, no, it's about sell as many as we can, bro. As many, you know? And where does that start at? Did that start at the business itself? Or did that start at the, the shareholders? They're like, hey, man, we need more. People are trading. We need more. You know what I mean? It, it creates a demand, you know, yeah. too. The know? problem in our society is most people who are pro-capitalism or pro-free market right now believe that the system will uh, evolution, uh, like evolve through its own merit. They think that like competition exists and then they have to work harder on their product because they're competitor out there. But the... The reality of the situation is that there is one big Mike Tyson in the ring, yeah. and every other competitor is a uh, you or me who's never fought professionally, throws in the ring, and then you say, all right, I have a chance, and then he bites your ear off. Yeah. That's what's the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is that there's one big fighter in every source of the of our society in a in a business sense controls the means and they take it away they took it away from the people say like a shoemaker it's no longer one shoemaker and he works on the shoe and he works hard on the shoe and he sells you the shoe and he gets the profits from making that shoe now it's a shoemaker that's surrounded by 30 other shoemakers on this one long line of shoes going down your conveyor belt and he right. pokes a hole in it and he pokes versus a hole that in shoemaker that is actually hole. in the community directly thriving off of actual commerce that's directly related to the community versus right. now like fuck i'm gonna say cuba even why why is cuba yeah okay cuba's been cut off from a lot of things for a long time but who's the most strict on their embargoes the united states man they always have been because of communism and all this stuff okay i get it but the reality is is if those people are starving or whatever if that's true then clearly corporate world can just be like oh well we're not we're not going to sell to that part of the world you Mm -hmm. know what i mean they don't they don't want it you know what i mean right so then now if you're not being self-sufficient on that island Mm -hmm. then people will go mad and maybe it's that's the craziest thing about it the second cuba got a governmental worker or anyone that was sort of socialist communist to take over in cuba they imposed huge tariffs and sanctions on cuba to where and then then certain things became illegal like the cigars and stuff which is what happened with venezuela that's why venezuela Venezuela went through a crazy fucking economic downfall was because they put so many sanctions on it and deprived them of oil Mm -hmm. and all this stuff because corporate world can do that it's not even that it's the governmental agencies. It, it, that's what right. the second motion is. The corporate ones are like, yo, we got to pull out for whatever reason, you know what I mean? Mostly. And then the government goes, yep, we're going to sanction this shit too. So that way it's like, nope. You right. know, it's like a cover up almost when you think about it like that. It depends on what way you want to look at a lot of things, right? I think, yeah, I think you can definitely look at these situations with your own point of view. No one can stop you from doing that. But at the end of the day, what I refuse to budge on is 
thinking there's another way of believing that America's the good guy in this situation. Uh-huh. I don't budge when I think that America in the sense of if you go to any other country and ask them like, well, how do you feel about me? And they don't even know you. And I had a drink with a guy in England and he was from France and he just couldn't believe I was having that. We were having a conversation like humans to each other. He thought an American was going to be an American. All loud mouth and drinking booze and talking about new shit. And just talking about guns and talking about like, I wish I was a soldier or I was Uh a soldier and I'm just so Uh fucking hard about it. Uh But he, he was French and he was just like, I can't believe you are a nice person. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I was like, uh, <laughs> I was blown aback because at first, because I was like, why? It's like, because you're American. And I was like, I didn't want to be like, oh, don't believe everything. you. Yeah. But at the same time, you're right. You, people want to believe that this was the 2020 election that made America so divisive. We've always been divisive. Yeah. That's how we're politics works one uh presidential candidate loses and most of the time they have 50 percent of the people voting for them and if you need 51 percent to win so we've always been cut down the middle we've always been divisive and we've always hated someone that's our neighbor and even george bush's nomination he had a one he won through a supreme court judge and like i can't remember it was carolina or something but it came down to that that was divisive yep so I believe I totally understand where he was coming from, but for me to realize that this late in the game, you have to take a step back at some point and believe, okay, if I don't believe that I've been affected by propaganda, then what are the things in, or notes in my life that prove otherwise? Because we all want to believe that, like, there's no propaganda. I don't believe propaganda, or I'll know propaganda when I see it. But what proves your point otherwise? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what certain things or stereotypes you believe about people that you don't even know or have met, but Which you is know dangerous. We know it's divisive, go, right? That's what we all. Right. That's what we all know, especially well, the know. last year. Everyone should know. It's just crazy because some people have turned it into like this incredible loved form of ignorance like i'm going to purposely ignore Mm -hmm. something you know that's uh my i'm basically saying this raises or i'm acting kind of discriminatory or i don't i've never been around a black person before so i don't know how to talk to them even and like they would just look at me like like i'm just a white supremacist so i might as well be one like what the fuck no bro it doesn't work like that you know yeah, and at the end of the day, it's hard because if you get to that certain point when you're having a conversation with someone that's that uh, responding that way, then that means they're having an emotional reaction to your information, not right. a logical reaction. So it's like a self-prevent, a self-preservation defense mechanism, mm-hmm. and they're only gonna get deeper in their mindset before talking to you because, like, it almost degrades their mind to where an argument is no longer a, it's not a it's about it's no longer about like gaining progression in intellect or like get, getting inspect or insight on someone else's point of view on a topic now it's a i win you lose mm-hmm. it's a you lose i win or i yeah. win you lose and i never lose it's too competitive it's dangerous bro. right it, literally dude like even like 5 years ago bro 3 years ago people didn't go like outwardly like i'm a republican or like i'm a, i'm blue like you know it was kind of like reserved like that's what you you do on voting day like that's what you 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 vote and you write on the paper that you're a democrat like mm-hmm. you know because that's how you register or whatever that's not something that we would outwardly go out and do now it's like that's what everyone does it's kind of become the new dividing tactic almost even though it's not new mm-hmm. it's something that is now twisted and so meaningful to people because they think they're involved with politics What's most dangerous to me, the reason why we started talking about this too, is because most of our government seems to only basically get so wrapped up into regulating and basically creating laws to somehow benefit the corporate world, Mm -hmm. you know, because without it, it's almost like the people are against the corporate world, not literally, but when we make laws and stuff, it's a, it's a balancing act. 
Because if we let the corporate world do everything, we'd just live on a on a commune where Walmart owns this whole thing and they grow all of it. And you work to grow. This, your job here is to make the textiles. Your job is to grow the cotton over here and help with that and and plow the field and hoe things by hand and whatever. You know what I mean? Like we'll pay you a couple cents an hour or whatever, and you have to live here. No, we'll we'll pay you a couple wall coins. We'll call them wall coins, um, and we'll pay you that, and then you can go to the the snack bar and buy whatever we have made here. It's all here. You know, that's what it would be like if we just let the corporate world kind of just take the reins. It's almost like if we don't give a little pushback, clearly we're kind of cornered into giving into our desires all the time or being motivated to buy something because it's a false premise of a desire placed in our brain. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, doesn't that a nice Corona right now? Doesn't that sound good right now? And you see the chicks dancing in the bikini and they're all around me. And when I crack one of those open, right? No, it's a fucking commercial, dude. I'm like, but it gets inside your brain. You think you're there, you know. I guess what I was getting at too is that like the more that we think highly of a corporate, a corporation of any kind, almost we think too highly of them, and we invest in them, and we don't say they're doing anything wrong. We go, nah. Like with Tesla, he's fucking tight, right? Elon Musk is tight, but also some of the things he does is kind of questionable. You know what I mean? Of course, because it's kind of off the wall. But the reality is, is people still keep letting it fly. If there was another person, it's not Elon Musk that we don't hear about. It's kind of uh, the ba- on the back burner because he does like dark deals, right? He's not in the media, right? People don't know who he is. He's contacted on the DL to make cool machines and UFOs to fly around and make people think there's UFOs. Who knows, bro? I don't know. But that's more dangerous, right? Because it's the black market. But right in front of our face, the white market was what we always see. We see it marketed to us and everything. If we think too highly of like CVS because they stand with Black Lives Matter, but do they? Like, yeah, do, do even the employees that all work there? No, because then you'd have to cult them out and make them all believe the way you think. So no, we want a free world, but do they stand with them? What do they do? Do they donate? Did they? How much? They make a lot of money. How much do you care to put that logo on there to have people shop there more because you said that? All I'm saying is that someone needs to put them in check. And if we don't remember that, if we think too highly of some of these corporations, they will get further and further into our home like we already see with the tech industry. Well, what do you think is a good and what I mean step is, forward? I guess like and, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm trying to say, though, this is what all the tech and everything is ramped up to be now. We're being marketed towards in every – literally everywhere we look, bro. It's written on the fucking walls around you. There's posters everywhere. There's flyers everywhere. On every screen you look at, there's an ad on the side, on the bottom, whatever, bro. It's too much. And I think we're actually bamboozled by it. And I think that there isn't really an end to it other than it's going to be just controlled by algorithms and manipulated algorithms. And now let's see what, what kind of data we can mine off of the algorithm, how much that produced. You know, comparing how well the algorithm worked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's and, – and so that takes people's lives, bro. We don't grow in a vat in two days. You know, we don't get, get get fed some fucking yeast on a Petri dish and grow. Like it takes us a, like generations. I'm yeah, afraid that yeah. marketing is like gone so far now to where we're actually invested in thinking that, yeah, we'll even be the marketers ourselves on my Instagram. Like I'll tag bang energy because I'm working out. Like you know what I mean? Like what the fuck? We're being – our own, we're trying to act like marketers and we're not even getting paid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When we do shit like that. But all I'm saying with that is that at what point does it become that's everything? You don't have any, like, nobody knows who I am because I don't market any of this shit. This, this podcast, really. I respect the fuck out of anyone listening. I love when people listen. But also, no, not many people listen to it because I don't, like, have ads and, like, I would love to do local ads. That's what I want to do. You know what I mean? But I don't want to, like, do a commercial for a McDonald's or something. If that happened, I'd be like, nah, dude. Like, fucking, I'm not going to tell my listeners what the shit I talk about. Mm-hmm. Unless they're offering some crazy money and I go, hey, real quick, I'm going to do an ad for McDonald's, but I don't agree with what they're saying. And then they let me do that? Okay, but guess what? Now they've found a market where mm-hmm. people that don't like McDonald's, but they like to hear the ads still, and they might still go get McDonald's, but they're against McDonald's. They don't like McDonald's, but every once in a while, I'll go to McDonald's. You'll find me in the drive through No big deal, right? But I don't like McDonald's. They're fucking corporate, bro. It's a market, bro. That's how deep our marketing has gotten. Where I really think the genres that most of us have become has yeah. been because of the certain marketing that has made us think that way. Well, Are we even our true selves anymore? Right. Well, if you're not trying to be fear tactical, then what is a good, in your opinion, a good 
hypothetical move. I'm in, in fear right of it. Maybe direction. that's why I sound like that. But it's like because I don't know what to do about it. Right. Like I think about it a lot and I go like, how am I going to navigate through this, this new world we're living in? That's right. why I'm saying this. I'm not trying to scare people. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to figure out what can we do as people to move through this? What can we you do? Know? And I think that's why we're having the conversation right now because what can we do? I think some of us go there with these thoughts, mm-hmm. you know? Then let's brainstorm some ideas of what could possibly we do as the basically live cattle. Spend your money wisely. Of Protest with your wallet like you had said on a previous corporate. episode. That's yes. what I think. Yeah. It's Speak the only with way. your wallet. I don't talk about like I don't buy Coca-Cola products. I don't talk about that. I think people, but I don't buy anything Coca Cola unless that's all that's available, and I'm right. fucking dying of thirst. Which is yeah, right. I think you know us that's very as, uncommon for me. Uh, common people, I would say. I don't know. I would try to think of more words to unite us more than just common people. But you know what I mean. Work hard workers and not corporate elite, and we don't make like. Millions of we're dollars. We're Joes, bro. We're Joes. Yeah, regular Joes. We're Joes. I think we should create a new kind of uh, cultural norm of anti-ads. Like, what if we go on, like, apps that are just, like, barely starting and before, like, uh, the big companies pick them up for advertisement money, easy money, because they're new. So they'll just be, like, 50 bucks and let me advertise. We'll, we'll be, like, hey, can you... Uh, play uh, for 50 bucks and play our ad and our ad is just an anti-ad where it's specifically for like this whole year we just say hey uh just quick shout out don't eat at taco bell you know what i mean and it's just like for it's an anti-ad because if say if it ran so well to where it became a cultural norm then maybe if anything people would like to hear our ads more than promotional ads because they'd be like finally a direction someone's giving me to take to take in a direction that I want to see the world go so then they could be like all right I know it's not exactly what I want out of the world but it's chipping away at this huge wall that's been built right in front of me and if I take out Taco Bell then I could take out Wendy's and then if I could take out Wendy's then I could take out McDonald's and if I could take out McDonald's then all these fast food chains won't keep building in my community and suffer uh, like taking away our food shortages and just making us forced to eat fast food all the time because the only grocery store is 30 miles away that's how you tear down the wall yeah you take out one block yeah one at a time you know what I mean but I also kind of think that it's interesting because we see that in politics. We see the commercials around election time that are less so, look at me, I, this is what I've done for the community. It's more like the other guy. You don't want this guy. He's dirty. He fucked his neighbor. He fucking did right, this. He right. sold cocaine when he was 30. You know right. what I mean? Or some well, the shit like that. ads where they like are totally, you read into the rule and they are legally required to give you the definition of what the proposition is going to do in mail form if you sign in for mail-in. And I, you sign it, it gives you a booklet and it says like this proposition, it's if you vote yes, it will be required for all dialysis centers to have a professional doctor on staff checking everyone's vitals. If you vote no, then they don't need a doctor on staff. And then all of a sudden you see all these ads on TV be like, vote no on Proposition XYZ. And you're all like, if, and then you show all these old people and they're like, if this passes, they'll close my dialysis center and I won't have to, I won't survive. And you know, they play all these sappy stories, but in reality, the situation is passed by this uh, uh, roots. Uh, uprising of this person grassroots campaign of this person that finally got in politics and was like my grandmother died because they didn't check on her dialysis and they gutted her medical expenses for years and years and made her have to go every Sunday to this dialysis center and then all I want is a doctor to be on staff and then they got it on the ballot box and then they were like nope and they put ad money out there and it didn't pass right Right. Why would it be a bad thing for a doctor to be in? Because they have a grip on any dialysis center. There's no government dialysis center. They're all 
for profit, and if something passes that they don't want, they'll pull out of the this entire is the private, state. This is the private industry reliance that we always glorify, right? Especially people on the right. They were like, we used to be self-sufficient in this country and stuff. And it's like, yeah, were we though? Because I'm pretty sure we never actually established that. That's the point. We're supposed to be trying to establish that more now with solar panels and doing all this certain shit, right? But look at what happens. Like in Texas was a good example of like having something that is in a uh, private uh, industry, but... It doesn't, it doesn't work out, and you don't have a government thing as backup. But guess what? Even if the governmental shit goes out, you don't have a backup either. So what is better? I don't know. At least private industry makes sure, man, we got to keep our customers. The government could just be like, honestly, it doesn't make us money anyways. It costs us money. Right. We could cut it. They make budget cuts all the time. It is better in some ways to have private industry doing these things mm-hmm. than government. Because government shouldn't have control of that. If they just wanted to say no more internet for people, they just shut off the internet like they did in Cuba. That's what they do to people, bro. They just shut them off from it. How the fuck? But they could do that any moment. Right now, we could be like, black bag, bro. Boom. Blah. Guess you got to stop talking about this on this podcast. You know what I mean? But no, we're okay. Fucking other countries are sketch. Mm-hmm. Fucking sketch. I don't know, man. Like I, 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 uh, I feel like, though, greasing the wheels in a better direction, I kind of think that, like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe don't just listen to every ad you see. Like, you know, like like when I was a kid, we'd always turn the volume down. Yes. Because we couldn't fast forward or something. That's a good idea. Or skip it right now because you yes. could do that. Or just, I don't know, man. If you're listening to this, next time you have an ad, mute it. You know? Because a lot of them are junk. Muting. Let's be real. Like, you don't need to hear what medicine that they're recommending you over the fucking... This YouTube right. video that you just looked up. You could be an eight-year-old kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or all of a sudden, you get close to Christmas, and all of a sudden, they have a bunch more toy commercials. Yeah, it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, all I, I'm saying is I think that if we were more aware and we had these conversations more, we'd be like, you know what? You're right. Like, it is very manipulative, and it, it should be kind of um, wrong for some of these advertisers to go this this low to do this schemey ass shit it's kind of fucked up you know i just wish that we could come to a little more awareness of that and i think we'd be all right because i think people in the modern world are very fucking smart we see that all day long people are very intelligent but i think to become more emotionally connected to that intelligence is lacking as we get to an intellectual here Mm -hmm. you know because we have to have to balance how we actually feel you know like balance the fact that if i'm so angry at this corporate like what are you going to do to release the anger though like that anger is just going to burn it all down you know that doesn't work we've seen that how can we manipulate that energy into something productive what can we do to maybe just you know let's not just hashtag and be like eat the rich and now you're just like virtue signaling you know actually just don't give that fucking company your money that much that's all don't get everything on Amazon. Right. Everyone knows everything is literally anymore. monopolized Ever on Amazon. Since working for them, I for sure don't have Amazon now. Yeah. They don't give a shit about your package. And they don't give a shit about their employees. It's a hire to fire system. Because if they worked X amount of months with them, then they have to have their insurance and stuff through them. And so they're like, let's just hire and fire them. Yeah, so they don't have to ever pay you insurance. Right. Right? They cut and you off before. They also yeah. do this shady thing where they franchise the lower wage jobs. So say for like the driving company I work with, it's not even Amazon technically. Right. It's SJ Logistics. Right. But because they contract them out, it's like when Subway con- finance their businesses and this mom and pop can own a Subway in their town, but they have to worry about all the finances and they just buy the bulk lettuce from Subway. You know what I mean? But they're doing it, contracting out the drivers because so then Amazon could go with Jeff Bezos where he he used to be at the chair of the CEO. Now he stepped down. But he used to can go on TV and be like, I'm going to pay my people $20 an hour. And then like, we are no longer testing for weed because we're modernized. But then they contract lower jobs out to third-party companies. So then technically they don't need to pay them $20 an hour. That company's pay was whatever they want. And technically we we don't test them for weed, but they do. You know what I mean? Right. So nothing's changed. And are those vehicles that you're picking up from this third-party person, are they for sure greased and looked at every day and made sure that they're ready to roll? Like right. I think about that. Like are all these vehicles literally maintained? Because they're always on the go. Right. And they'll see a lot of third-party people, like whether they're renting a van for the week or they're getting one through a third-party, like you're saying, just to keep doing business. Like it's crazy. I've seen people in cars. I've seen it all oh, through yeah. Amazon. I've seen it all. You know, I think the Instacart thing is actually more where the market in that kind of sense makes sense. 
because you actually pay someone because you, you don't have time maybe to go to the store and go pick out all these items to go to the store. So it makes your local store money. Mm-hmm. They shop mm-hmm. for everything you need, bring it home to you and drop it off to you. That is a service. It's kind of like right. a waitress. Like, right. you know, it's cool. I think versus I like, like, um, like what you're saying, like, even though I guess what I'm saying with Instacart, even though you have to use your own vehicle to get there and all that stuff, at least it's your own vehicle. So, you know, if it's maintained, you literally know if you can actually work today or not, if it won't drive mm-hmm. versus if you show up on the job and you're driving around, all of a sudden your van breaks down. It's not your van. And now you have to wait on them to come fix it. And they might even be like, well, yeah, you're not getting paid anymore because you didn't even deliver the packages. But now you're just stranded in someone else's van. It's not even yours for them to come pick it up. And hopefully they're driving you back to somewhere where your car is. You know what I'm saying? Like versus at least like you're in your own car, you know what's going down, you know? It looks like we're all wrapped up for episode number 56 of the Symbiosis Now podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. But also, did you enjoy yourself? Did you like the discussions? Do you like the banter? Do you like the topics? I know I do. And I hope that it found you at the right time. And if not, that's okay. I ain't tripping. Thank you for listening. And thank you to Cameron Arias for coming by and joining the show. It's always a great time. I love talking to that dude. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter at WordWideCam. And you can find him on TikTok at Brodesy. As always, you can find me, Tyler, the host, at BroDudeMan on anything. Go find me out there. And if you want to support the show in any way, That'd be great. I could use the help. What a good time, and let the good times roll. I'll see you on the next show of the Symbiosis Now podcast. Why are we punishing the uneducated? Yeah, I'm mad. Can we put a dollar figure on that? How, how much is saving a tree worth is it possible to measure uh environmental damage can we put a monetary value on environmental damage in other words how much is cleaner air worth